This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yo, what's up? Welcome inside SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Corey and Frankie coming to you. On a Monday, another big Vegas Whisper winning weekend going down. Frankie, what's up with you, my man? Hey, how you doing, Corey? Great to be with you again today. It's uh, it's it's another beautiful day here in Vegas. A little bit chilly, but you know, as the weather is is uh, starting to drop, you know, and the temperatures are starting to drop out here, all the action and everything it's heating up. We're getting the NBA coming back, NHL not too far behind. We got NCAA football, NCAA basketball, which has been absolutely red hot, as well as the NFL action, and we'll be heading into the NFL playoffs real soon. So it's a great time right now, Corey. You know what, I tell you what, Frankie, we do got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of sports intersecting and stuff like that. As a matter of fact, tomorrow over on SI.com, I'll be dropping my first look at some bold predictions for NBA futures. So that'll be something that right you can get down there and you can hit before um, the season starts. Got a couple of nice little uh, prop bets, like future prop bets that I think people will get a kick out of and probably enjoy and maybe throw a couple dollars on and see how it shakes out. Um, But yesterday, Frankie, you know, once again, an interesting day in the NFL, betting in the NFL. I think when you look back at some of the key moments or some of the big ones yesterday, obviously the Washington football team as a live dog ended up getting it done. That defense is rough. Yeah, they really are. What a beautiful game that was. The Vegas Whisper Shops were all over that. I also gave that out as my own personal best bet. So earlier in the week, I had grabbed the three and the hook. It was a double pop game once that they played it. Once they played it as well, I grabbed this number even additionally several times in running, in play. I grabbed the money line plus 190 when they were down 7 nothing. I grabbed even better numbers than what the shops had played that number at. And uh, man, what a great game that was. That was that was a game that really helped save the, the day for me overall because I wound up having a total of six and a half units on that game between pregame and in-play wagering but boy that team really came to play and that defense is really really a defense I honestly believe I don't think a lot of these teams are going to want to play come playoff time because I think this is going to be one of the teams that is not going to be an easy out in the NFC yeah no I would agree with you on that one Frankie they got to get Alex Smith back though so they can put up be able to move the football because obviously Dwayne Hackett has struggled at times this season. Going to be interesting to see how that plays out, though. The mm-hmm. situation in D.C. The Rams, we are, well, that was, excuse me, not the Rams, sorry. The Kansas City Chiefs and the, and the Miami Dolphins. Boy, I tell you what, that was that bad beat that nobody wanted to see right there. Oh, wow. I mean, the. 
I I often say it, it, it you know it it, it I, I don't you know, listen I've been behind the I've sat in the back of the office you know here in Vegas in a in a major sports book and I'll be honest if you say that the teams don't know the lines I I find it hard to believe because there is not a book out there that tells me that the Miami Dolphins down nine with only fifteen seconds to go in the game in a spread that was seven seven and a half depending on when you got down on it. Would there's not a book out there that tells me that they're supposed to kick a field goal to only go down six when you need it when you need nine points? I just I really don't see it. I know you you need two scores, but to be kicking a meaningless field goal to go down nine, but it's not so meaningless because guess what? It made sure that the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the biggest heavily bet games on the board in Week 14, where a lot of people will lay in the wood with Patrick Mahomes. That number obviously blew up in everyone's face as the Chiefs only won the game 33-27, to failing to cover, only winning by six, and cashing for all the Miami Dolphin betters out there, which there were not a lot of. So the Miami Dolphin betters cashing, when I say that, that was a big win and a big scoop for the sports books who just absolutely crushed betters on that, uh, you know, mind-blowing field goal from deep you know, only to be, you know, only to lose the game by six instead of losing the game by nine. That was an absolutely atrocious beat. A big underdog comes through. Not a big, well, yeah, you can't say a big underdog comes through. Jalen Hurts gets it done, gets the Philadelphia Eagles the home victory over the New Orleans Saints. The Philadelphia Eagles covered that eight was the last thing I saw that. Yeah, no, definitely, Corey. I mean, these are two games that we're highlighting. Obviously, the Eagles were the biggest upset on the money line as nearly seven and a half or eight point underdogs, as you alluded to. And they won not only uh, ATS, but they won this game straight up. They killed a lot of people. The Vegas Whisper Shops were also on the uh, lay in the wood, laying the seven and a half on New Orleans. Uh, and that game just was absolutely a dud from the word go. Jalen Hurts looked good. He looked like he, you know, he was more than effective. And he, his, his, uh, his play on the center seemed to really inspire that Eagles team on both sides of the ball. Miles Sanders looked like he was running like Walter Payton yesterday. That uh-huh. team looked completely different. It was an amazing sight to see that. But, you know, Corey, as we're alluding to, these are two beats that the betters took. But, you know, it's important for us to allude, you know, and 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 get to in reference. This was the first time, Corey, in nearly six weeks that betters were actually able to get the best of the sports books. And why? But that was mainly because of the fact that, you know, the favorites came out ahead. So the, the, the you know, although we highlighted two games, you know, a lot of the, you know, both those games with Kansas City Chiefs, um, you know, the Seattle Seahawks once again. I talk about a game that rose. That line was 13 and a half heading into Sunday. Before you knew it, when in, within a matter of hours early Sunday morning, that line ballooned all the way up to 16 and a half. And boy, did they take care of handle the Jets 40 to 3. You know, as the Jets continued their under on their winless season, you know, going undefeated in the wrong way, which is a great sight for my eyes. You know, as like we could and a lot of us betters out there that are holding will it, you know, the Jets go winless this season. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I have them at six to one, seven to one, as well as as low as plus five seventy five. So I'm I'm hoping every day and every week that the Jets find a way, you know, with Adam Gase at the helm to continue to lose. But you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, they were a heavily teased team. The the Seattle Seahawks, they were a heavily teased team. The Green Bay Packers, they were a heavily teased yep. team. And as well as uh, the Tampa Bay 
Buccaneers, they were a heavily teased team. So all those teams came through. So money line parlays, teasers, they were the, the betters this week were actually able to get the best of the books for the first time in six weeks because the bookies have been absolutely crushing people. But you know, it was an interesting sight, you know, as the favorites once again. But Corey, if you were an undertaker this week, my oh my. The unders go 10 and 4 ATS on Sunday as 10 of the 14 games go under the posted total. So if you were an undertaker this week, you were absolutely looking at your account here on Monday and saying, wow, did we really cash in on those plays? And I, you know, you kind of stole my thunder with that one a little bit. I was going to talk about how last night was a tough one to read the side between the Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially the way that number bounced around. But that number was consistently trending towards everybody taking the under all week that under cash is big time for those betters yeah they really did i mean it looked like it was going to have a shot there midway through the third they were starting to score but that first first half was just you know there was some turnovers there there was a lot of interceptions from both sides of the ball you know a little bit of sloppy play and it led to you know the game staying under that total i mean and then once that game game flow and game script was it it was an evil player in the nighttime game for all those players who were backing the over because the over seemed to be the right side but you know it listen once that game got the way it did the the Buffalo Bills just took the ball air out of the ball in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter and they were happy to just sit on the ball inexplicably I was shocked to not see the Pittsburgh Steelers use some of their timeouts when it was known that the Buffalo Bills were going to try to you know more or less take the air out of the ball and kill the clock and it was really odd not to see them use their first timeout until like less than a minute remaining and then they oddly and inexplicably took a timeout and then they just virtually threw in the white flag and you know gave up but I, I was shocked to see that but it was an unfortunate beat I believe because you like you said I mean you know once again though this Buffalo Bills team they might be a team that really you know I, it looks like it's going to be a two-horse race in the uh in the AFC in my opinion you're gonna I believe that we're on a collision course with seeing Josh Allen face off with Patrick Mahomes in the AFC championship game I would actually be shocked if we don't see those two teams collide come January that is a extra interesting point right there, Frankie. But tonight, got a couple of people that think, listen, slow down on that. That is Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield as Monday Night Football tonight features the Baltimore Ravens traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns. The Browns are a three-point road underdog. What's the line? Look, what's the money looking like on this one, uh, Frankie? Yeah, once again, Corey, I mean, this is a really strange game, but, you know, we talk about this and we stress this so often here at, at SI Gambling on the podcast, Corey, but once again, reverse steam on both the side and the total. Let's get into it and, and we'll discuss it even further. Right now, my outlets are reporting to me that nearly 60%, about 57, 58, 59% of the money on the game tonight, Corey, it's come in on the Browns. But this, but, and, 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 but yet, with all the money going to the Browns, the odds makers who once had this line open last week with the Browns only catching one and a half points at home, guess what? They're a three-point home dog now. So this line is going in the opposite direction of all the money. The odds makers are showing you where the quiet money is going. All the quiet money is going towards Lamar Jackson. And why is that, Corey? If we go a little bit deeper, we see. Okay, let's let's go this year. Back in week one, the Baltimore Ravens absolutely thrashed this Cleveland Browns team 38-6. to Now, I know since then, the Cleveland Browns, they've ripped off 
two, not only one, but two four-game winning streaks, and they're in, in the midst of one right now. And Baker Mayfield and the boys, they look real solid with all that ground game. They've got Nick Chubb back. You know, they got, uh, you know, Kareem Hunt in that backfield, and they are a ground-and-pound team, and they're getting it done on the defensive side of the ball as well. But then we look at the flip side. The Baltimore Ravens, they've actually dominated. They've absolutely dominated this series, Corey, going 8-2 and two straight up and 7-3 and three ATS in the last 10 games with their bitter AFC North rival. And then if we look at the total, Corey, this total once stood at 48 out here in Vegas. Once again, reverse steam. 66% of the money is on the over, yet the odds makers have dropped this number nearly a full field goal, sitting currently at 45.5 over at DraftKings Sportsbook. So, Corey, we're seeing reverse line movement right now. All the public is on. The Browns and the over, yet the line and the sharp money appears to be going in favor of the Ravens and the under. And that's a good sign right there, you know what I'm saying? Because that's a side that I think that I would be on as well. And let's just take a look right quick, you know, Frankie. Let's be honest with you. Nice victory last week by the Cleveland Browns. I not take anything away from them uh, going into Tennessee and uh, beating the Titans pretty bad. But before that, they beat Jacksonville. They beat Philadelphia with Carson Wentz. Eh, they got a 10-7 victory over the Texans. They beat the Bengals. They do have a nice victory over the Colts. They beat Dallas. They beat Washington. They beat the Bengals. They have one signature victory on the year. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, listen, you know, the Ravens have struggled. They've they've been hit by the COVID-19 pa- uh, uh, pandemic, and, and they've, been, they've suffered from that immensely throughout their roster, including their star quarterback, Lamar Jackson, who was forced to miss a game as well. You know, he's back now. I think they're starting to get healthier. They're starting to, you know, they got J.K. Dobbins back. He looks like he's getting more assimilated and learning more of the routine in his rookie season after a strong um, – collegiate career over at Ohio State for the Ohio State Buckeyes, you know, and, you know, to see everything that's going down right now, the Ravens, they look like they're not only that, Corey, a lot of times betters and odds makers look at the team that's more desperate. And right now it's surprising because if we were sitting here right now, okay, I bet if you and I were talking, say preseason, I, there's not any of us that believed that the Baltimore Ravens come December in this game in week 14 would be the more desperate team between them and the Browns. There's you no know, one the out there. Yep, the, the Baltimore Ravens need this game to get inside the playoff picture. The Browns are already inside the playoff picture. This is a big game for the Baltimore Ravens. This, and we've this, seen- this might be a win-out situation for the Ravens. Yeah, it might have to be, but winning out for the Baltimore Ravens includes beating the Browns, the Bengals, and the NFC East team next week. Yes, a hundred percent. I mean, so it's it's it, they can't get caught looking ahead. They got to take one game at a time, and I think that that's where the sharp money is going. They're looking at the domination of of you know of late. The Ravens seem to own the Browns. Um, the Browns, not only that, Corey, I believe that the Browns, uh, the Ravens, if their defense, who they've gotten healthier, they're getting some guys back for this game tonight. If they can shut down that that vaunted running game of the Browns. I'm not so sure that Baker Mayfield in windy conditions, he could actually really beat this team. Now, I know that that also transcends to Lamar Jackson with his injury, uh, excuse me, his injury, his accuracy issues at times in windy weather might not be as great. But I believe that that two-headed monster and the ability to actually run and gain the edge, maybe with those RPO plays, might be something that could give them a little bit, you know, more of a problem. That's why my stronger lean, personal lean on this game would be towards under the total. And I agree with that review. 
reverse line steam, you know, that, that movement that we're seeing there, because I think it's going to be harder for these teams to really put up prolific numbers. I don't think that you're even going to see the 44 points that you saw in week one when it was 38 to six. I actually really like, and the more and more I look at it, I like going under 45 and a half, especially that 45 prime number is a prime number when it comes to NFL totals. And I believe that that is where the money is shop money is going despite the fact of everyone going over I believe that that's an even stronger indication that if you get the opportunity I like going under tonight under and the Baltimore Ravens will be the bet that I'll be placing tonight I'll probably even get bold and parlay them together as well as play them separately tonight and I know, I, you, I know you love the teasers too that could be a sharp uh, teaser yep. and it's, it's a sharp teaser too you know what I'm saying so I'm um, definitely one looking forward to getting down on that and before we get up out of here Frankie uh, it's a new resident in town in the Las Vegas area. His name is Josh Jacobs, and I will not be surprised if one of the locals see him today and be like, hey, buddy, don't try that again. Yeah, he played a little bit of mind games out there, you know, with everyone on Instagram. Now, uh, I'll be honest, Josh is a good guy. I had the pleasure of meeting him a few times or whatever, you know, and he's, he's, a, he's a real good dude. Um, they are they are all good guys out here, and they've really assimilated into this uh, Las Vegas community. Now, I'm not so sure. I'm still waiting to receive word if maybe he was hacked. Um, it just seemed like it was a little bit odd because yeah. if, because I'll be honest, that posting on Insta- Instagram, you know, more or less playing head games, you know, and everything else, letting people know that he wasn't playing, it would have been kind of odd because at that exact same time that he supposedly put that posting out he on his Instagram. He would have to be in the building. He, not only that, but he was on the field doing walkthroughs and doing yeah. warm-ups. So it's just, you know, and it, there was people that were at the, you know, at the games, obviously, you know, reporters here from the Las Vegas Review Journal. And they were tweeting, you know, like, uh, well, and, re- and refuting what we were hearing on on his Instagram page, telling everyone that he was going to be out. I mean, listen, he didn't have a ter- terrific game, but he still got double-digit points in, in uh, PPR leagues. It looked like he was trying to play through that injury. He was definitely not 100% several times during the game it looked like he was limping and trying to gut his way out you know the Ravens just didn't come up on both sides of the ball you know overall the the Colts really took it to them and and it came down to this Corey the Colts had no answer for Jonathan Taylor Jonathan Taylor ran like a man possessed yesterday and he absolutely dominated and he is easily the single reason why the you know Indianapolis Colts came out of Las Vegas with a with a well earned victory over the Raiders. You know, and that's not been easy for a lot of teams to do here in you know in, in the new Allegiant Stadium. The Raiders have protected that house pretty strongly, so that was a pretty interesting. But I'll be honest, uh, you're right though. I think a lot of people are going to take issue to him, especially the fantasy players. You know Love that were that. out there that had him in their lineup and maybe then jerked him out of the lineup and said, "Uh oh, I got to find something to go with." And maybe wasn't you know, and maybe didn't get double digit production. Like I said, he didn't get you twenty points. He didn't get you 30 points. You know, a lot of people were, you know, often expecting out of Josh Jacobs, who's been prolific out of the backfield and put up several times 20-plus fantasy points and has really been a, a solid fantasy player in the 2020 season for a lot of his his managers out there. But, yeah, that was not a, a – a, if he did that on purpose and that wasn't a hack, it was not something that a lot of fantasy um, players out there will easily forget and they would not – they were not happy with that. So, But like I said, he didn't get you prolific numbers, but he still got a job to getting those, you know, well – desired double digits. Um, so maybe if you were using him as a flex uh, yesterday, you were still happy with that double digit PPR production. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. So he was able to get that production from him, and hopefully everybody had good luck in their fantasy playoffs, and hopefully everybody does well, did well over the weekend with the uh, with the bets. I know that the Vegas Whispers crew, they came up on a big weekend. Of course, once again, give a shout-out to my guy, Casey, for the fine work he's doing with the UFC betting. All right, so for Frankie, I'm Corey Parson, fantasy executive. Don't forget, we're riding with the Ravens and the Unders tonight. We are out.